Welcome to the Battle Science Podcast, the Pokemon Go PvP podcast, where we talk about Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go's events, Go Battle League, and the Silph Arena, and all things that pertain to Pokemon Go PvP. I am one of your hosts, Steven, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, joined, as always, by Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J. Good evening, everyone. <clears throat> and good evening it is indeed. We are looking at the 16th of June, 2021. <clears throat> we have a light news offering, a, a, sm- uh, a light smattering of, of news today. Um, so we're probably looking at significantly less than the two and a half hour time length of the last couple of podcasts. <laughs> We, we kind of forgot to spread it out a little bit, but uh, there's a lot of information in the last one if you want to go back yeah. and uh, give it a listen. Yeah, hopefully those time codes are helping people out with uh, skipping the rants that they may or may not care about or get into the news sections or the meta-analysis sections that are more important to them. So. <sighs> it is mid-June, a couple of pieces of news, a couple of events coming up. The... Ooh, you know what I don't have on the dock here that maybe we talk about a little bit is the current Sylph meta. I keep wanting to call it Voyager, and it's not Voyager. It's Venture. Adventure. Venture Cup. And how kind of grody it's become. So maybe we, talk All right. maybe we talk a little bit about that. We'll see what our timing's like. But before we hop into the news analysis that or the meta roundup, nailed it, I want to tell you that the Battle Science Podcast is brought to you by our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com slash battle science. You can become a patron of Battle Science and the Battle Science Podcast by going to patreon.com slash battle science and backing us at a dollar tier or more. That gets you access to the bonus Battle Science After Dark Podcast, which is available to anyone that backs us on Patreon. The backlog of the b-sads as we call them is available uh, our last episode from may what did we talk about in may i honestly don't remember <laughs> was it was it libations inebriation oh, we were doing ad reads and what we thought about oh yeah 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 uh yeah that was kind of fun uh maybe i'll actually write a legitimate write and go snap through a ad read for the next not an actual ad read an ad read i'm never, never going to get paid for um, for the next uh, be sad that should be next week a little bit later on in June but you know um, I don't think we have did we have an idea oh that's right I wanted to talk about RPG mechanics more hardcore RPG mechanics and some of the mechanics from the main series games and how they might relate back into Pokemon Go in the next Battle Science After Dark podcast which does include swearing and swearing. So profanity. Yeah, your are profanities. So if you are uncomfortable with that or are very interested in that, again, uh, dollar tier or more on patreon.com slash battle science. You can also back us at $5 or more to become a Patreon producer to get your name shout out and to support us even more. Uh, you can join the likes of June's Patreon producers for the month of July uh, by joining that tier. Speaking of our June patrons uh, or Patreon producers, we have Dolphin93, 
Jmar and Winston the Champ. Thank you for backing us on Patreon at the Patreon producer level. <clears throat> Let's see. Patreon, the things, the thingy things. Oh, uh, sorry that this episode is coming out a little bit behind in, uh, well, Patrons are getting it'll still it. still come out on yeah. Friday. Yeah, <laughs> it'll still come out on Friday. So realistically, anyone that listens to it on podcast services won't know the delay. Uh, Patreon producers, sorry about the delay in one day. You'll you'll still receive it. You'll receive it the day after it records, as always, because Twitch is, uh, what is it, affiliate, supporter, yep. whatever, whichever, whichever lower tier of Twitch. Not goodness partner. we are yeah not part- <laughs> yeah twitch not partner we are um <laughs> twitch gets the 24 hour other the bigger streamers don't have to deal with it and i don't know how if there's like a, another clause or something in their own contracts if they have i imagine they have their own contracts where they can do whatever they want with it their own content um but the battle science podcast has to have a 24 hour exclusivity to twitch for us to accept bits and subs and stuff on twitch even though we have never gotten enough subs or bits on twitch to make it beneficial for us but the patrons are going to get it tomorrow night aka the 17th you'll get it the 17th at around six and then it will go live i might push it back a little bit later to release on podcast services just to make it a little bit better um a little bit more fair, maybe. I don't know. Life's not fair. Maybe I'll make it a little more fair or something. Uh, and put it out on podcast services a little bit later on in the day on Friday. Um, so maybe Friday evening. Um, yes, it delays. Sometimes it happens, but we still haven't. We still have not missed a week. We've not missed a week. So, or uh, every other week. So, I'm getting pinged. Why am I getting pinged? That's just me sending you stuff. Oh, okay, cool. <clears throat> All right. Am I missing anything? Do we hit Patreon? I forgot yep. to hit my stopwatch. You are recording, right? Yes, we are recording. <laughs> let me hit uh let me make a quick note to show how far behind I am. Uh let's see, I started nine seconds ago. We've been recording seven minutes, so about seven minutes behind. Sick. That way I'm not absolutely stumbling over time codes that make no sense. <clears throat> okay, let's hit some buttons. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. All right, we're in the... Oop. Split button. We're in the news roundup. This news update went live. Let's see. It would be 6 9. So last week, this about this time last week, earlier on in the week, there were some issues with uh, Zionic in particular noticed that. And actually, give me a second and I'll pull up the tweets here. Zionic and a couple of other Pokemon Go PvPers recognized that Go Battle League's rewards were inconsistent with previous season's rewards. 
As far as Stardust. As far as Stardust, that is correct. Um, let's see, early numbers. I've passed it. Um, and so it took a day or so for them to for it to be really confirmed and for the entire community to really be on the same page. So let's see. Zionix tweet from June 5th. GBL season eight. Stardust rewards cut by 50%. Four weeks of times two Stardust. Three GBL nights of three times Stardust. You will average 18% less Stardust than season seven that had zero Stardust events. Um, and then this was, he links to a Reddit thread. These aren't on stream. I apologize here. Let me put this up here. Here's the um, here's the Reddit article from user slash FMC Garts, G-A-R-T-S. Uh, let's review season eight GBL starter set rewards. So the amount was drastically cut. There was quite a number of days of questioning and outrage uh, mark that down as a community outrage for my 2021 uh, year predictions um, that this change in Stardust may or may not have been a bug but it certainly wasn't being communicated by Niantic and there is a pretty that there was a pretty big problem with that um, that it wasn't transparent that, you know, ch whether changes were meant to be made or not, that something was different and there was no transparency. So they announced on Twitter. Let's see. Let me go back to see if I have availability to see the response to this. Did we get a let's let me go back to Pokemon Go. Let me find that. See if I can find their response here. Um, I'll have to go back a little bit. Would have been around the ninth or a little bit before. Um, okay. There was some scuttlebutt about Niantic not actually like apologizing or what have you. Niantic's tweet from June 9th with the blog post update with the Stardust adjustments. Trainers, we've updated our blog with more details about this change. We sincerely, sincerely, we sincerely apologize for the initial oversight and hope you enjoy the bonus Stardust at the end of season eight. So we haven't gotten to how they've adjusted Stardust here for this season. Um, they Oops, are bad. <laughs> basically. But we don't have to say it was our bad. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Maybe did they? Maybe it was the Niantic help. Maybe it wasn't uh, exclusive. It caused a lot of problems, but yes, the long and short is it sounds like it's been fixed. If it were a bug, if it was a bug, it's been fixed. If it was done on purpose, it's been set back to the other duration. So going back to the the main article. Um, or the uh, the blog update from June 9th. Trainers, we have increased the Stardust rewards for Go Battle League to match the amount awarded at the end of Season 7. The initial reduction was an oversight, and we apologize for the inconvenience it caused. It didn't really cause an inconvenience. It was just something that everyone questioned. 
It, it didn't stop people from playing. Well, so that not entirely true that it didn't cause any inconvenience because to be relative in the game, you have to power up and change things every other day is a new meta. Right. Stardust is a bar to entry for PVP. Yeah, there was, uh, that's true. So there were some people, um, there were some people that stopped playing go battle league because they didn't think the rewards were worth it. Um, I don't blame people for having that opinion, but you're still getting consistent stardust. So. Right. But to say it wasn't, it's based on the person that's playing. Let's put it that way. It's each individual case. Yeah. Like to me, I didn't notice a difference, but that's because I didn't pay attention. Am I upset? I feel like I was kind of cheated out of free stardust if that was the case. But if that was their intention to moving forward to reduce it, then I mean, for me, I can't say, hey, you guys ripped us off if that was the intention to begin with. Yeah, it's a not having all of the information as far as on Sylph side, we don't get a really big picture as far as like we can't we can't we can always point fingers but it's one of those things that like that's kind of unfounded if it were just a bug then it's been fixed and we don't have to worry about it you know and they're they're adjusting this um but again like you mentioned they don't have to come out right and say that they messed up if they did they yeah they don't have to say that it was on purpose they don't have they 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 under no under no circumstances have to say what the reason the stardust was less whether it be a bug whether it be someone accidentally putting a decimal point somewhere or on purpose reducing the stardust gained from GBL yeah they don't have to mention what it is the biggest thing that this hurts is the community's trust in niantic as far as more more transparency because we saw this this was being shared around on like the fifth it took until the ninth for the blog post to go up it was the sixth or seventh that they put something out on twitter i think via niantic help that like, hey, there's something else going on. We've adjusted it or we've reverted it back. We'll give you more details in a blog post. And the update in the blog post is a paragraph, which, again, all they need is a sentence or two that basically says it's been changed. There's another adjustment that's been made to try and rectify things. We're sorry. Yeah. yeah. But you know how this community is with how they want it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's it's incredibly unfortunate and it does kind of hamper trust. But again, they never came out and said one of the things that we've always wanted from Niantic since the beginning of the game is patch notes. That would be great. Tell us you're going to do that. Yeah. If it's something that you decide, oh, the very next day we're just going to do this and not tell us that that kind of alienates your player base. And that's that's how you get people mad. Yeah, even if it's a bug that no one's encountered, I'd love to see a bug report saying we've tightened up the graphics on level three, even though no one's been to level three in in forever, 
and no one's noticed that you know the graphics weren't tightened up. That's a yeah. classic video game meme, by the way. Oh really? Have you not heard tighten up the graphics on level three? No. Yeah, that's like um, like layman in layman's terms, someone that's like either. Usually, it's like corporate people, um, or business people are like, "Yeah, this this game's not good. Like, uh, go fix it." And like the with the general response of like, "Go tighten up the graphics on level three. And it's like, there is no tightening to improve graphics. Yeah. Also, the fact that you call it graphics is dumb. Be more specific <laughs> if you're talking about the rendering of. The, the render or render engine, are we talking about lighting? Are we talking about textures? No. What are we talking about? I, I think the long and short and the TDLR of this part is... TLD? Patch notes would be great. Less tra- More transparency about what you guys are doing. As always. And, <laughs> and more and, resources. Know, Don't yeah. cut off our resources. Yeah, we need this... our Stardust. That Insert that meme of the guy scratching his chin. Hey, you got any more of that Stardust? The... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, this game is hard enough on our in-game resources that like lowering any any particular instance of acquisition of that those those resources hurts. Yeah. So and Excels are a whole nother topic. Yeah, Excels are hmm. There's a whole <laughs> community debate and whether you however you're going to get Excel candy and whatever you're doing, like there's a hot take. I'm not going to tell you no. Like, I'm not going to say attaching your phone to your dog and letting your dog run. The so that's why you go on that walks with the dog at night, isn't run. it? Well, I mean, I have the game closed, so I do get walking distance. Um, I knew it. But I'm walking with my dog, so technically speaking, <laughs> I am actually putting forth the effort. I'm not letting the dog run off on its own, like being led by a, a, a RC car with a bone attached to it. That Ooh. would be cheating. Ooh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Strap your phone to a drone and fly it around. <laughs> uh, what you just referenced was spoofing. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's what you're what you're talking about is basically spoofing. Also, I drones. Really? Yeah, depending on depending on the um. The weight of a phone, the drones. The phone won't catch things, though, unless you strap a GoPlus or something to it. True. And even the GoPlus wouldn't do it because you have to hit the button. Yeah. So, yeah, but you're, like, borderline spoofing at that point, so don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't spoof. My dog spoofs. <laughs> my dog spoofs. Oh, my geez. dog ate my Pokemon Go account. <clears throat> uh, let's see. That is... I'll go over the next article if you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't have to go super in-depth, but uh, yeah, we've got... Uh... My body is Reggie. Gross. <laughs> should get that checked out. That sounds like that sounds like a medical condition. Uh, it's a solstice surprise. Reggie Jigigas is coming to five-star raids. So before we get into this article, uh, one thing that I kind of saw passed around the local community, too around where we live here is they see Reggie Gigas coming to five stars. We've had him in five star raids before, haven't we? EX raids. Was it only EX raids or was it available for a short time in a five star? I believe it was only in EX raids. Okay. So for those who might not know what EX raids are and have recently come to Pokemon go, 
back pre-COVID, we used to have this thing where you would do raids and interact with gyms that were EX eligible. You can still click on most gyms nowadays and still see the tag. They haven't removed it from the game. So there is hope that this will come back. Um, but what happens was you would do raids or interact with the gym by battling it or putting a defender in it. And you would get invited on a certain time and a certain date to do a premium raid, which were called EX raids. Originally, those were Mewtwo, I think, was the first one. It was Mewtwo, yes. Deoxys's forms, and I think just Regigigas. Yes. I'm not sure if we had anything else. And those were coordinated, but... the EX raids were coordinated times so you could communicate with the rest of your community to build lobbies within the, how long were they usually? An hour? Yeah. So, hour raid. Yeah. And then that was the most primitive form, I think, of uh, remote raiding because you could invite. A, f a single friend to join the raid but they'd have to go they'd have to come to the raid but you could remotely give them a raid pass yes so it's interesting to see where that's come as far as it has but once covid hit uh they kind of shut down ex raids and we haven't seen those come back yet so here's hoping in the future we find a way to maybe see niantic make remote ex raids because i know one of the biggest problems people had when they did do ex raids was Trainers that would travel for events like GoFest and stuff would go to GoFest in Chicago, do a raid there, go back home, and then be invited to an EX raid back in Chicago. Yeah, like the like three <laughs> days later, they'd get the EX raid for three days after that. Yeah. So lots of fun shenanigans back when those were a thing, but let's go ahead and dive into this announcement here. Trainers, to celebrate the days getting longer in one hemisphere and the nights following suit in the other... Pokemon Go's Solstice Steam event is returning. Depending on which hemisphere you're playing in, you will be able to encounter and catch different Pokemon during this event. Dates and times are Thursday, June 17th, 2021, which will be tomorrow for us as of this podcast. And then yesterday, if you're listening to it on Friday or in the past, prior. At 10 a.m. to Sunday, June 20th. So this is only three days. Wow, that's a short event. Yes. At 8 p.m. local time. I think because the Here, solstice itself is on like Friday or Saturday. So, now, so here are some of the features that are coming to the solstice event. You have Regigigas coming to five star raids, but Regigigas will be out longer than the event itself. It'll be from June 17th at 10 a.m. till Thursday, July 1st, 2020 at 10 a.m. local time. You can encounter Regigigas in five stars. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny one. Uh, as Proto Man mentioned in the Discord, we haven't heard of it getting any new moves. It's just the shiny form being released. And if you are anything of a main series gamers, Regigigas is one of the slowest Pokemon in the series. It does not have good fast moves. It is based on Hidden Power and its elements and Zen Headbutt. But it does have a very... Uh, in the main series games, it does have a very big move pool of potential charge moves that we could see come to Pogo someday, but as of right now, it's still got kind of meh charge moves. Reggie Gigas so, is butt cheeks. <laughs> uh, I actually debated with Proto Man on this one. I thought for the longest time it got lock-on, but Reggie Gigas does not learn lock-on in any instance. So if they were for some reason to give it lock-on, that would be out of context, much like Primeape with Ice Punch, 
so I do not think that will be happening. It does get some interesting moves like Body Slam in the main series games. I don't know if that helps it much. Uh, Regigigas is the equivalent to slacking as far as legendaries, if that makes any context. It's big and chunky, but it's absolutely useless. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's... If we could put this in gyms, it would probably be about as bad as Blissey. It's um, it's the <laughs> it's the equivalent of like a five story tall building made out of turd. <laughs> it's big. It's in the way, and it stinks. It can be used to block Ow. things, but literally, I, that's it. I'm gonna be honest. I actually like Regigigas's concept. Don't poop I mean, on it too much. It's a cool concept. I think the problem is though, it's, it's just... useless. Zen yeah. Hudbutt is atrocious. Maybe at some point it actually becomes somewhat relevant, but if it does, I can't imagine it's going to get an energy energy gain boost. It's probably just yeah. going to be a harder-hitting move. I mean, it can learn Pound in the main series game. So <laughs> Pound won't help it either. <laughs> Pound won't help it that much either. It'll get stabbed. It, it is a normal type, and that's it. <laughs> like, good, good for it, I guess. Yeah. Uh. But I, yeah, uh. yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But you know, shiny collectors go crazy, go nuts, go spin that wheel and try and get your blue Regigigas. Go stupid, go crazy, <laughs> oh baby, baby. Trainers globally will be encounter able to encounter Lunatone, Soul Rock, Sfeel, and more in the wild. If you're lucky, you might encounter Snorlax, because you didn't make us spend enough money trying to find its shiny. When it was in raids, now we're putting it in the wild, and it's probably going to have the same spawn rate as a... What was the bug one? I forget its name. Sawaddle. Very, very low. Trainers in the Northern Hemisphere will be able to counter the following Pokemon in the wild. Yemya, Yemya, <laughs> Yanma, Chimchar, Summer Deerling, and more. If you're lucky, you might find a shiny Yanma. It's a pretty cool-looking shiny. Trainers in the Southern Hemisphere will be able to encounter the following Pokemon. Snowrunt, Snover, Winterform, Deerling, and more. And if you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Snowrunt. Uh, the following Pokemon will be appearing in raids in the Northern Hemisphere. Alolan Marowak, Yanma, Petalil, and more. And in the Southern Hemisphere, you have to look forward to Lapras, Piloswine, Snowrunt, and more. The Pokemon that will appearing in raids worldwide will be Lunatone, Solrock, clink and if you complete event exclusive field research tasks to reward earn rewards like encounters with yanma if you're in the northern hemisphere and snow run in the southern hemisphere and even silver pineads if you're lucky so proto man and his girlfriend have been very voiceably complaining to me about how there are is a huge lack of silver pineads and i was like well obviously you're not pvping enough and Proto Man came back at me. He's like, no, it's pretty bad even in PvP. So this is a good opportunity to stock up on those silvers. Might want to save some of those for GoFest once it comes up here soon next month. Use that for some good uh, limited spawns. Like uh, for us, I think it's Sock that's limited. Um, use it for things like Chatot if you want to get some extra Chatot candy. Mm-hmm. I know it's not great, but... yeah. Uh, take a few snapshots for surprise. So starting tomorrow, save your buddy photo until 10 a.m. if you can, if you're live listening here with us. Um, you can get a reward encounter, special encounter. I don't know if it's been released, but I probably could jump on Reddit and find out what it is. I'm imagining if it's the Solstice, it's probably Lunatone or Sol Rock. 
that's just a random guess of mine. Uh, bonuses. Lunatone and Solrocket will be appearing more wild and around the world. Afterwards, like normal, we'll see them shift. Uh, Solrock will be exclusively appearing in the western, while Lunatone will be moving to the eastern. Uh, your buddy Pokemon will be eager to help you on your adventures during the event. They'll give you gifts, gift items, and Pokeballs more frequently. The walking distance required to earn hearts with your buddy is also halved. So if you're trying to get your Sylveon without using the name trick, this is a great opportunity to get that. If you're trying to get XL candy or get your uh, Ultra League Pokemon like Galvantula, A9, Jellicent, get those up to Ultra League XL levels, that's a great opportunity to do that too. Uh, and again, stay bold. Please be aware of your surroundings and follow guidelines from local health authorities when playing Pokemon Go. Upcoming events are subject to change. Please sure to follow us on social media and after receiving push notifications. Subscribe to our emails. Up to blah, 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 blah. You know the you know the jazz. But you want to want me to give it a shot? Go for it. <clears throat> Clears throat dramatically. Please be aware of your surroundings and follow guidelines from local health authorities while po- po- playing Pokemon Go. Upcoming events are subject to change. Be sure to follow us on our social media, opt into receiving push notifications, and subscribe to our emails to stay updated. For latest on in-game events and future updates, please be sure to uh, please be sure to check out this help article. Helps on our article. You know, eventually we'll read this so many times that we will have it down to a T. Well, I think I pretty much nailed it. If I did another <laughs> one or two takes, I could maybe nail it all in one. But I think yeah. I pretty much nailed it the first time, and if you edit it together, it's it's solid. So, you know. Yeah. No one wants to hear me take do two more takes of this. So, <laughs> I've read enough URLs here and read this the boilerplate. Always the same thing. At some point, it's not going to be here, and we're not going to recognize it, or yeah. it's not going to be here, and we're going to freak out. So, <laughs> one of the two of those will happen at some point. So, yeah. Um, Solstice event. If you can get out and play, go for it. Yes. Personally, I have my uh, regionals this weekend, so I will not be able to get out and go crazy on Saturday, but I will probably try to make up for it on Sunday. Southern Hemisphere, Snowrun, and Snover, their evolutions of Frostlass and Obama Snow are fantastic. If you don't have those already, go get them. Go get yeah. some good ones, uh, especially because unless you're actually encountering snow, uh, snowy weather, those aren't going to be weather boosted. So, so that's great for PvP. Those are great for PvP, and those are great for you. If you're here in the northern hemisphere like us, Yanma might be good if we see a bug rework. <laughs> but maybe. Uh, Chimchar's not good. And Deerling. It's all right. Um, Lunatone and Solrock have actually had some... Some light... impressive play. Yeah, some impressive play, I believe, especially in Great League, and I think in some cases in Ultra League as well. Um, that's when Pidgeot existed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They both have uh, the rock type to be able to counter the flying. Um, without Pidgeot, the flyers, you're not seeing as much flyers, so... Um, you can still use them if you're looking for good PvP IV ones. You're still looking for the same. I believe the 0, 15, 15, or a slight variation of that is what you're looking for for IVs. Move set, they don't... I don't believe they have any legacy moves. Not that I know I'm of. wrong, so you don't have to worry about elite TMing. They might have a legacy move, but I don't believe it's like exceptional for them, so you don't have to worry about spending elite TMs or anything for them. 
So both their shinies are available too, and the Soul Rock's a nice like blood orange. Yes, and Lunatone has like a blue eye rather than like a pink. So yeah, uh, Sveal and Snorlax are both solid. Uh, Sveelio is a great, 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 great ice type with a body slam. Uh, it, it would be amazing if it wasn't more reliant on Aurora Beam for ice damage, considering its fast move is Powdered Snow. Yeah. Um, it would be like exceptional if it didn't have, if it had, I'll talk about it later. If it had Weather Ball Ice, like that would be Oh, that'd be gross. That would be bonkers because then it, you it would have no idea if I it's mean, a weather ball or a body slam. <laughs> Even then, I mean that would be that would be bonkers as well. So I, basically, I, well, something better than Aurora Beam. Aurora Beam. Yeah, it would perform. <laughs> it performs solid already. And then Walrein, unfortunately, its move set is all right. Its stats, I believe, are bulk. Its stats are good, but the problem is ice is weak to everything. Ice is weak to everything. It's an ice water, and in the same role, it's a lesser Lapras. <laughs> yeah, in the same role, Lapras wins. Lapras just performs better. The one thing to keep in mind is that Sveal is an ideal candidate for Community Day. So if you can stock up on candy or the good IVed um, Sveal. Keep an eye out for them just in the case that we get a community day for SEAL. So, Yeah. Because it's shiny hasn't been released and it could be getting like an exceptional move. It could get Icy Wind or... Cause I, I, it, honestly, it even could get Powdered Snow because I don't think Walrein... Yeah, the third Walrein snow. doesn't have Powdered Snow. It has Ice Shard yeah, and Frost which Breath. Which is not fantastic, so... If it were to get Powdered Snow, that would make it a better performer than Lapras and Ultra and Master. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to move on to the final event piece of news we have here. The Big Oof. The Big Oof. The Beaver. This is, I believe, an innuendo, but the Beaver Fever is here. <laughs> Bidoof will be breaking out, and Shiny Bidoof is coming. Bidoof! Trainers, Bidoof are coming. This is ominous if you read it only with the first sentence. We have no idea where they're coming from or what their aim is, but during the Bidoof breakout event starting Friday, June 25th, Bidoof will be appearing more often in the wild. They might know attacks they can't normally learn, and Shiny Bidoof will be making its Pokemon Go debut. How many Bidoof will you catch? (sighs) Man, I could start singing... It's it's terrible that I know this song, uh, Peanut Butter by RuPaul, unless you don't mind being like potentially very uncomfortable, don't go listen or don't either go listen to that or watch the music video. If you don't mind being uncomfortable, it's very catchy. Um It's also significantly inappropriate. So kids, don't look it up. Uh, how many Bidoof will you catch? When will it end? Read on for more details. Good luck. You're going to need it. I don't know why we'll need luck. It's Bidoof. It's not hard they to turn catch. Up the catch rating to legendary status. <laughs> <laughs> Niantic, why would you do this to us? It's not April Fools, bro. Why are we here? <laughs> Just to suffer. 
from June 25th, a Friday, to July 1st, a Thursday, a.k.a. just under a week. Uh, on your local times, Bidoof will be appearing more often in the wild, in raids, and in encounters for you to complete event-exclusive field research. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Bidoof. Our preliminary research suggests that the rate at which Bidoof will be appearing in the wild will increase over the course of the event. So at first, it might be rare. And at the end, it's going to be everywhere. <laughs> Uh, on certain days of the, event, uh, the event, Bidoof you encounter will know attacks that they normally cannot learn. On Thursday, July 1st, let's see, uh, on Thursday, July 1st, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., so a little, three hours longer than a normal community day, and it's a Thursday, which is weird, and this is your local time. You can use a charge TM to teach Bidoof any of the attacks that are listed below. We'll get to those. After the event, you can use an Elite Charge TM to do the same. Okay, so you can use a, a basic Charge TM to teach Bidoof any of the attacks. Again, it's just a Charge TM, so it's going to random roll any of the available attacks. You can use an Elite Charge TM to do the same after the event. Um, during each t of the times listed below, you can encounter Bidoof that know the following attacks. This is strictly Bidoof and not B-Barrel. This is only Bidoof. As far From, as we know. As far as we know, Bidoof, when evolved with one of these moves, will not know that move. So, from Friday to Saturday, so the 25th to the 26th, you're looking at Bidoof with Shadow Ball, which is nice. That is nice. Um... Little Cup, catch these suckers with as little attack as possible and under 500 CP. That's what you're looking out for. Shadow Ball will absolutely destroy... OP, meta, Bronzor. Bronzors, yes. So if we ever go back to the Baby Cup or the Little Cup or whatever they called it initially. Um, also, in general, some of these moves are fantastic coverage. Jesse, do you mind looking up the fast move availability for Bidoof for me? I'm going to go to PV Poke, and they're going to be like, why are you looking at this Pokemon? Why are you looking at Bidoof? Um, from Sunday to Monday. It's not even on here. It's not on PV Poke? Give me, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, so, so from Sunday to Monday, you're looking at Bidoof with Thunderbolt, which is a, what, two-bar charge? One-bar charge? Thunderbolt's two-bar. Two-bar. The And then from Tuesday... June 29th, my birthday, to Wednesday, June 30th, not my birthday, uh, Bidoof with Ice Beam, which is whack. Also, I believe a two-bar charge. I believe Thunderbolt and Ice Beam share the exact same stats. So, All right, you ready for its normal move pool? Give me its fast move pool, because I want to know how fast we're getting to Shadow Ball, Thunderbolt, or Ice Beam. Tackle or takedown? So we're not really getting to Shadow Ball or Thunderbolt. Or <laughs> cool. What's the fast moves for B-Barrel? Uh, water Gun, I know for a fact. I think Water Gun is, is its Take go-to. Takedown? Take yeah, Water Gun is its go-to. Gross. Um, okay, again, Little Cup, B-Doof, with... These three moves. The one thing to keep in mind... All right, are you ready for this? No. 
<laughs> Tackle stats. Uh -huh. Power, 5. Uh -huh. Energy, plus 5. Okay. Or no, sorry. PvP power, 3. Uh -huh. PvP energy, plus 2. Okay. PvP turns, 1. It's just abysmal. And then takedown. Is it more damage in a longer period of time? Just more five uh -huh. for plus eight for three turns. It's just bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's not good. I want to beat you from your match. Let's go. <sighs> Talk about painful. Talk about painful. Um, okay. Again, little cup, B doof. You're looking as for as low attack as possible, as high HP and defense as possible, and below 500 CP. Or at 500 CP. Shadow Ball's probably your premier here. Uh, Thunderbolt and Ice Beam give it some interesting coverage. I mean, um, you're looking at not as fantastic coverage as things like Lanoon. Like other normal types have some pretty interesting coverage. What other charge moves does Bidoof have access to? Is it just normal type moves? Its charge moves are Hyper Fang and uh, Power Whip. Okay, so Power Whip with... Is Power Whip a normal type or is that a grass? That's grass. Okay, is that a two bar or one bar? Mm-hmm, two bar. Two bar? Okay. So Power Whip and then any combination of Power Whip, Shadow Ball, Thunderbolt, or Ice Beam. Or there, I think... If you second move a Pokemon or second move a Bidoof and you use an elite T or use a uh, charge TM, you can rotate through any combination on July 1st. It doesn't seem to be specific that you can only have one of these moves. So there's a potential you can mix and match those moves. Yeah. Realistically. Uh, I think during that window that you mentioned was probably the best time to do it. July 1st. Realistically, I think Shadow Ball as the additional coverage is what you're going to be looking for as your primary. And then any combination of Shadow Ball and Thunderbolt or Ice Beam or Power Whip, depending on how you want to build it. Yeah. The other thing, actually, I wanted to take a look at, and Jesse, I don't know if you're still on PV Poke, if that's what you I used to. I um, What CP does Bidoof max out at? Can it get anywhere uh, near Great League? Probably not. Probably not, but I kind of want to know. Working like, on XL best buddy Bidoof. What are we looking at here? Eight fifteen. Eight fifteen. Don't use it. It's not good <laughs> enough. It's not good enough fast moves. So even maxed out best buddy, please don't. There's gonna be somebody that does it for content, and I wouldn't blame anyone for doing it, but. In general use case, don't do it. Unless you oh, hate yourself uh, or your, nope, or your nope, resources. Nope, never mind. You haven't got to that part in the article. Um, the next thing, the reason that I doubt that Shadow Ball, Thunderbolt, or Ice Beam will be uh, eligible on B-Barrel is that the next bullet point here on the article on PokemonGoLive.com is, excuse me, evolve B-Doof anytime during the event to get a B-Barrel that knows a Hyper Beam. It's going to learn Hyper Beam, which B-Barrel's Water Gun into Surf or what is the other one? Body Slam? 
it's what sir is it surf and body slam on b barrel it's surf and uh hyperfang 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 is what a two bar yeah so hyperbeam's a one bar charge i mean again the memes you could beam get beamed someone's gonna do it for content b barrel with hyperbeam other than a normal type uh raid offensive pokemon not usable and even then b barrel caps out what sub 2500 so using it as a raider is suboptimal yeah not necessary and underwhelming additionally here team go rocket has plans to cash in on the bidoof breakout and have turned more bidoof into shadow pokemon so get out there and save those bidoof these poor poor beavers don't let them stay in the shadows probably has bidoof been a shadow before no no my this is its first time my thought is is that its purification cost is either going to be 1k or 3k which means it is a very optimal farm for shadow bidoof to hold and hoard a bunch of shadow bidoof for a lower purification cost for event research in the future that requires you to purify shadow pokemon yeah since I don't have Kinda that... Kind of like you do with the Zubat. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly what you do with Zubat because it has a 1k cost to purify. Capture and hold a bunch of those for lower purification costs when you get to research that asks you to purify 7, 8, 15 Pokemon. So, because the Stardust costs, y'all, it adds up. You will also be able to get Bidoof stickers from spinning Pokestops and opening gifts. Cool. Bonuses! This is probably the coolest part of the event. <laughs> On certain days throughout the week, different in-game bonuses will be available. Two times catch XP from Friday, June 15th to Saturday, June 26th. Three times catch XP from Sunday, June 27th to Monday, June 28th. And four times catch XP from Tuesday, June 29th to Wednesday, June 30th. Keep an eye out for more details on what's to come. Bidoof wise on Monday, June 28th. Ready or not, the Bidoof are coming. It is an inevitable fact, an indomitable truth, even, and we must prepare. Let's go. This is the memeiest event they could ever put out. <laughs> I'm here for Are you for sure it. about that? Um, yes. Besides <laughs> literally calling the title of the Solstice event. Get your bodies Reggie. Okay, um, that's fair. <laughs> this, considering them calling an inevitable fact and an indomitable truth that be due for coming. Um, because we all know be is an, an like an utter meme. The only other thing it's is as good as the Mudkip memes. <laughs> it's the Mudkip memes, the surprised Pikachu, which would be, oh my God, if they gave us an alternate Pikachu with the surprised Pikachu face. Oh, oh my God, please, Niantic, if you're listening, please. Cowboy hat, <laughs> Cater- cowboy, Cater- cowboy hat, Caterpie can wait. Cowboy hat, Caterpie can wait. Give us surprised Pikachu face. Please. Sir Maximus with the comment, get body Reggied. Gets body Reggied. <laughs> uh, 
Seductive Trico is the best sticker. I agree. <laughs> um, the only other meme that they could fully embrace is the Lord Helix. Ooh. Which would be hilarious. I don't know if at what point in time they ever do a fossil event. Maybe with... Uh, what's it called? What's I mean, the... they already banned Bird Jesus. Bird Jesus has been banned. That's true. <laughs> That's true. They didn't mention that they banned Bird Jesus. They just mentioned that they banned Pidgeot. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think beyond doing a like a fossil event and praising Lord Helix, Thirsty Trico, I need to I need to okay I need to go in game and I need to review this. <laughs> On a zero to ten, how thirsty is tr- this Trico? I well, I will I will rate it. This is the content that you tune into the Pokemon Go, the premier Pokemon Go PvP podcast for, right? Seductive Trico. It's it's, it's the Jeff Goldblum Trico. This is this is um, hot or not with your boy Steven. Stickers. Um, am I looking at the right Trico? It's the one where he's like kind of reclining. Yes, that's the one. <sighs> Scale of one to ten, I'm giving it a seven. I'm giving it a he's seven. He's a grass type, though, not a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He's he's going for that grass. Um, oh. I don't know. I, uh, I mean. Yeah, the seductive Trico sticker is probably he's probably going to receive, but he's also probably going to give. You know, so he just wants you to know he's here for him. So he's yeah. here for you. He's here for it. He's here for it. Whatever it may be. Unlike Batman, slap that on a good gift and send it. Un- unlike Batman, this Trico, he does in fact. And if you've paid attention to Twitter over the weekend, you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> So, closing thoughts on the BDF event. Ah, the memes, man. The memes. Four times catch XP. That is nothing to sneeze at. So, if you feel like spending money on generous Trico, it's <laughs> a great way to put it. That's that's what it is. It's generous Trico. Um, if you don't mind spending on incense or lures and hitting up spots and just catching literally everything you can get a massive amount of xp so yeah that four time to catch xp the unfortunate thing is it's midweek it's tuesday and wednesday like that's just unfortunate nothing nothing we can do about there but like that's i mean that's a nice just turn your go plus on at work and it should if you have if you have spawns (laughs) around you yeah yeah, I mean, if if you're able to, so it's it's 12 a.m. on June 29th, a.k.a. midnight on June 29th, all the way through 11.59 p.m. on June 30th. So it doesn't stop at night. So if you, yeah, I mean, if you just play nonstop or if you buy enough incense, lucky eggs, and can spin enough stops to continue to continually have pokeballs you can basically stack incense and lucky eggs for the full duration of the event and probably get way too much xp 
make an alt account, name it something Badoof, just catch Badoof. See how much XP you can get off just that. Just just get get enough lucky eggs and incense. But you'll get that leveling up. You'll get one to ten in like an hour. Right. But I'm thinking of stacking it so that there is literally zero downtime between the start of the event and the end of the event. <laughs> Jeez. I'm sure somebody out there will put out the numbers. That would be nuts. Um, this so like final, me, yeah. This final sentence says seems to say that there might be more information when it like it starts or partway through it on the twenty eighth. So, who knows? For me, uh, this is, couldn't come at a better time. One of my uh, level up challenges for level forty eight is catch four hundred and eighty normal types. Okay. So this works out great. It's a lot of yes. These types. are all normal types. Um. One no thing sleep. to take away event, like we Only mentioned earlier, f- is this is a good chance to get a good uh, little cup, potentially in the future, uniquely moved Bidoof. Yes. Or a good PvP by Barrel for Great League. By Barrel has shown up quite consistently in self arenas because of its uniqueness and its typing and its coverage. If water's... Play a very... Yeah, if, if like water types are generally banned it's a normal water so it's got some interesting coverage yeah um of course this is a great opportunity to just stock up on xp they're essentially giving away free xp at this event yes the spawns suck but it's also free stuff free stardust free experience just catch bidoof <laughs> yeah transfer them as you go it's xp we're uh it's it's free uh, we're yeah. giving you xp I mean, it's not the optimal Pokemon, but at the same time, it's getting out of the way for now. It's we're, we're getting it's got... we're getting the spiciest of memes out of the way right now. We're still not 100% out of COVID. There's other parts of the world that are still dealing with it. I'm fine with this event. Just yeehaw. Give me a second. Um... If you don't want to catch Bidoof, don't play Bidoof. What are you doing? I'm scared. Um, give me a second. Give me a second. One. No, Two. I wanna. I wanna. <laughs> I wanna get the script for this because I wanna. I wanna uh, make the. I wanna make the meme. I'm sorry. So while Steven's looking it up again, it's Bidoof. It's funny. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> No, no one had. Does anyone have the full script of of the free real estate meme? Oh, stop it! It's free. We're giving you free re- free XP. It's free it's, ex- XP. it's XP. It's got a pool in the back. It's oh, free, geez. Jim. I'll pee my pants. <clears throat> what? That's the. Have you not listened to it? Not the whole thing. Go listen to it. It's like, it's 38 seconds. Stop it. We got it's the no. XP. You just got to bring your stuff here. It's a free XP for you, Jim. <laughs> it's free. We're giving you the XP. Um, That is the end of the... <laughs> that's the end of the six games nah we give you free uh, xp here's some xp 
That is. There's a Bidoof event to divert your attention. Yeah. Oh, we didn't give you enough uh, Stardust at the beginning of GBL. A Bidoof. <laughs> oh, you guys are you Bidoof. guys are you guys are upset. Oh, do you, do you guys like memes? Do you guys like memes? You want some? Do you want some fresh memes? Audience, well, you got some fresh memes right out of the oven. Oh no! Dust of the fray. <laughs> <laughs> He's got XP in the back. That's exactly. Go go listen to that, Jesse. The the no. Sir Maximus is quoting it almost exactly. What am I looking up? It's free XP for you, Jim. It's the free real estate bit. It's 38, 38 seconds long. It's I think the Eric Andre show. No, is it the Maybe it is the Eric Andre show. I found it. Yes. Just don't let your mic pick it up. Because that would be bad. While he's listening to that, and you got to bring pokeballs, but it's free XP. Yeah, it's, it's free XP. Yeah, you got to bring your pokeballs, but it's free XP. <laughs> it's free XP. Let's see. You Is know, this... we should almost turn this into a Bidoof ad. <laughs> it's free Bidoof. <laughs> I almost want to turn this into a Bidoof ad. <laughs> it's got, it's got Bidoof. Uh, PVPers, it's free XP. It's free XP. All you gotta do is bring your Pokeballs. It's free Stardust. <laughs> it's free Stardust Jeez. for you, Jim. You do know the origin of that is that they're they made a free real estate ad for one person in particular, right? So there's one person, the free real estate, the free real estate is for Jim and only Jim, but they put out, um, uh, but they put out the ad for it so that they can get Jim's attention so that. Stop comment. Why are you all even commenting? Don't you realize this ad is for Jim Booney only? <laughs> it's for Jim Booney. This ad is targeted Jim Booney only. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. All right. That's that's some memes. Memes on memes. That's, nice that's meme sandwich. Something I can never bleep <coughs> brain bleach. It'll be stuck there. It's an earworm. It's not even a song. Um <laughs> so many <laughs> Meta analysis? Stop uh, it. Welcome to the meta analysis. Meta analysis. Oh, why would we be looking at the season eight move updates? What are these? What are what are these? Why would we be looking at these, Jesse? Yes. What is this? I don't know. I can't see it. Oh, there it is. Poison. We had a poison rework, and I we talked about it last time. We talked about it last time. We talked about the rework itself. Yes. But the one thing that I missed, and that I wanted to revisit, because it is important. Is that the poison rework changed the game, changed the entire game. It turned the world upside down. If you want to go overboard, and and what's the phrase? I'm losing it. The scope of the game has adjusted because poison types are now better. 
you might be wondering, Steve, what are you Steve, what are you talking about? Poisons are better. How does that change things? Well, poisons are good against fairy types. And if poisons are better, you have better counters against fairy types, which means in general people are going to be maybe a little bit more nervous or a little bit less likely to run fairy types. Poisons are also good against grass types. And not that many people were running really good grass types, but people are going to be less impressed to run grass types. Yeah. You know what? You know what's good against poison? Steel. Psychics and grounds. Now. Oh, you mean good against them? Yeah. Good against them? Yeah. The confusion. Hey, I wonder why Mew and Defense Defense Deoxys are dominating Venture Cup right now. Because if anyone was going to run Poison, the recently buffed Poison, they're going to get eliminated. They're going to get absolutely dominated. <clears throat> the ground types have never been quite impressive, but if you're looking at the, the one thing that is the optimal counter to Poison types, it's Galarian Stunfisk. Could not be more relevant. <clears throat> So, I wanted to talk about the ever-fluctuating meta of type performance and the poison type rework here. I mean, I guess I'm boiling it down really simply. And the fact that the poison types got better moves, things like area dose that were on the fringes before is now being compared to Galvantula as the best spider or best yep. spooter or however you want to phrase it with uh, much better poison type moves. Things like Golbat already being really good. Now having the poison Fang with a defense debuff, a guaranteed defense debuff for your opponent. That's huge. Yeah. Um, Nido Queen getting a buff here with I believe it was what poison is it poison jab or poison sting? Uh, the poison jab got the buff. Poison sting got an energy, uh, more energy now. Uh huh. Well, which like Nido Queen had poison fang was the move that really set it apart. Yeah, Nido Queen had a couple of these moves and now got much better. I think actually much got, more relevant. Yeah, it got poison fang as well. So. Um, I think it had poison. It had either poison. It had poison jab. Yeah, it had poison jab, which now got buffed. And, it doesn't have poison sting. And it now has poison fang, which yeah. makes it that much better. So, oh, and Ariados now has lunge too, which yep. helps it. It doesn't have the flying counter with the electric, but as a bug poison, it performs very well with some really interesting buff debuff chances here so the increase in the performance of poison types now while maybe not obviously seen now of course initially we see a lot of nidoqueen because as a ground poison it performs in a very interesting role of neutral to grass also neutral to itself so as a as a PvP performer, it's in an interesting spot. Initially, we see a couple of poison types jump up in usage because of of this performance. And again, that's going to hamper fairy types, which are 
like their primary weakness is poison types. Fairy types are usage is going to be a little bit lower. Realistically, the bulk of Azumarill is going to outlast this, but there are a lot more viable threats. Yeah. Uh, uh, who? Help me out, Dolphin. Are we talking about Nidoqueen here? Weak to ground? Nidoqueen has a very weird mirror. Yeah, Nidoqueen is also weak to ground itself yeah. because of its poison. It's weak to ground. It resists the primary poison type moves of itself. In its mirror matchup, it's basically who can get... Uh, is it an Earthquake, I believe? Who can get an Unshielded Earthquake off? Yeah. Um, or else it's basically just... Lol, let's waste the time clock here. Yeah, essentially. But that's that's a strat in its own. Yeah, that's true. I mean, stall team six, or stall team three. Like it, so, so the increase in poison usage, as I was saying, adjusts the increases the potential of people running counters to it, versus the people running things that are weak against poison. So it adjusts the overall usage. Now, I don't. As someone who doesn't delve into GBL every single day, I couldn't tell you where the usages are. I'm sure somebody has the season eight so far, like usages or some of those those the best stats that they can get. Um, and I'd love to see where those usages are. But with the poison rework, I also want to bring up the fact that since we had slightly a bug adjustment a while ago, the grass update that was at a while some ago. point, the grass update, I think, before then with, oh, goodness gracious, it was bullet seed and seed bomb, I believe. That sounds right. Bullet Seed, Seed Bomb, and then a number of Pokemon, especially Sunny, Cherum, getting Weatherball Fire. Yep. Grass types got a pretty big boon there. So you see the overall performance of grass types, something like Sunny, Cherum, things like... Executor didn't really need Seed Bomb, but having Seed Bomb and Confusion... I think it takes three or four confusions to get to a seed bomb, which is not quick, but also not allows it to get a little bit more play rather than just a straight fast move damage per second. Um, it adjusts that usage. And so if you're running mud boys, you have to be careful of those grass types. Now, if you're running like the I mean realistically when I was memeing it up on the go battle night with a triple fairy or triple charmer I'm not running a fairy in that instance they're just three off typed pokemon that happen to have charm but if I'm running three charmers and people are running poison I'm going to get walled you're going to get walled and slammed I mean yeah I, I I'm going to have a bad time anyway cuz running triple is very risky but the increase in poison types adjusts everything. Charm shoot. Yeah, I was running Charm Latias as a lead, Charm Raichu, and Charm Bertic. 
It was not great, but it was hilarious. And then I got then and then I got serious for the all items rank rewards and went. What did I do, Jesse? It was um, one of your previous teams that you used, wasn't it? Snorlax. I ran Chunk. Snorlax, I think Hypno, and what was my third? Was it Azu? I don't think so. I feel like I was running. I could look in the VOD. <laughs> oh, no, you posted. No, we posted it up in the, the main page, I think. Let me go check it. Um, I will have to find it. I'll look for it. The the rise of poisons make me wonder what's what's getting a rework next. And the primary things that come to mind for me and Jesse, I would love to hear. I mean, you and I have already talked about this. We've talked about it before. I'd love to see a fire type rework because if a Pokemon has Ember, it's suboptimal, but it's usable. Incinerate is probably one of the better ish charge moves for fire types. I think the primary users of uh, incinerate are it's oh goodness gracious how am I forgetting the fire bird non-legendary Talonflame 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 and Typhlosion I believe I think there's one or two other incinerate users but it's not a very widely available move for fire types Fire Spin in Alolan Marowak and I believe Ninetales. And even then it's okay. Realistically, Fire Spin's the only thing that's keeping Ninetales from being absolutely broken, considering it has it has Psychic and Weatherball Fire. If it had something like Incinerate, which I think it would be what, like two Incinerates into a Weatherball Fire, that would be gross but the available fast moves for fire types is very limited one of my big complaints and i think we talked about it on either the last episode or the episode before is that in the case of fire ice and in some cases water the weather ball move is a huge crutch huge crutch for Ninetales wouldn't be incredibly relevant as a fire type without Weatherball Fire. No, it wouldn't. Um, no, Beartake has Ice Punch. Obama Snow with Weatherball Ice wouldn't be a relevant ice type because it would have, what, Ice Beam, I think? Aurora Beam, yeah. maybe? Um, yeah, it's cast... only and it, I mean, that's the case for most of the Weatherball users, too. Yeah, they wouldn't be relevant it's... without the Weatherball. Proto Man and I were talking about it over the weekend. It's 65 damage for 35 energy. And we were talking about it on Go Battle Night. And I'm saying that if the, I think it was the energy requirement went up a little bit, I would not be surprised. Because yeah. the spam ability, either the energy requirement or the damage dealt. So if the energy requirement went up or the damage dealt went down a little bit, I would not be surprised. Because Weather Ball is bar none one of the best moves currently yeah, it, 
as far as yeah as far as the shield pressure whether you shield it or don't and how often you get to it and the amount of damage it does if you don't shield it it's worrying and we're getting to a point where spammier pokemon are i've talked about this before as well spammier pokemon are more relevant you don't really have the availability of slower Pokemon to out outlast. Yeah, because if you spam. can just keep consistently, the biggest problem for me right now has been the charge move cooldowns. It's one of those things where when something uses a charge move, it doesn't stop the timer switch timer. And if you have something that can sit there and spam attacks every what three to five seconds with charge moves, you can run down that timer fairly quick, and it can really frustrate your opponent because they build up all this energy to get a charge move off and then they just swap right out after a they use a charge move into something that would wall whatever you're going to fire and you spend all that time and energy saving up to get that one move off and they just yeet on out mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where we, it would really benefit to see some way of status effects making its way into the game because there's just so many Pokemon that Bug, Grass, and Poison in particular that benefit from those status effects. If that's something, you know, we've talked in the past from something as minor as making it harder to hit your bubbles with charge moves, making your uh, fast attacks take longer, or be not being able to swap out would really make a big difference. So the, let's see. Going back to the type reworks that I would love to see, I think fire types is something we've talked about before. Yep. Will o' wisp. We need will o' wisp. I think we still. We I think we still need will o' wisp because yeah. fire types still don't have the buff debuff availability. I mean, make that an icy wind clone. That's really all you need. Make it an icy wind clone. Make it a legitimate. Make it an acid spray clone, but slightly better. Because even this rework to Acid Spray that we got earlier on still doesn't make it that much usable. I mean, I don't know if you've played much Ultra League, but there's a Scavalier running around everywhere using... Using Acid Spray? That's fantastic. Yes, it's obnoxious. That. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, fire types need one. I would love the availability of one or two adjustments to the current, either the current charge moves or a better charge move that's more available to more fire type Pokemon as well as flamethrower being more relevant and usable. Maybe fire Fang being more relevant and more, I mean, fire Fang is relevant and usable, but it's not on a lot of Pokemon. I recently started trying out hip out on for ultra league mm-hmm. with fire Fang, the new rock weather ball. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, what is the body slam? Uh-huh. And it just doesn't compete. It's unfortunate, but the energy game just is where just it's not at. There. Let's see. What was the other? There was another fire type charge move that's just abysmal. And like uh... flame th- flamethrower is tied with flamethrower is tied to ice beam and thunder or thunderbolt or whatever. Of like yeah. this, it does the same damage, the same energy energy cost. Flame wheel is bad, 
Flame Wheel is really Flame bad. Flame Wheel is pretty bad. Um, Fire Blast is probably the worst, though. Fire Blast, too, is one of those things of, like, these are just objectively bad moves. And I don't mind having an objectively badder move, move or two in every type. It's just, it feels like the prime premier fire-type move in the game currently is... Center, um, weather ball. Weather ball. L- lame thrower. That's a great way to play. Lame thrower. Lame thrower. The... I mean, the, the biggest problem for things like electrotypes and fire is they're not defensively built. So getting to those moves takes a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Fire, That's the big thing. Fire and electric types are built as more status effecty. Yeah. Um, or speed based. So, um, the other, there's, there's, of course I could go through the laundry list of types. The other one I would love to see an additional rework, ice types. Yeah. Um, because it's in the case of ice types, it's powdered snow or get out and it's weather ball ice. In the case of frost lass, somehow you get to an avalanche incredibly quickly because of powdered snow. I mean, it's powder snow or get out for ice type fast moves. Yeah. As far as ice type charge moves in general, because of how amazing powder snow is, realistically, you're because you can get to an avalanche, and avalanche is a one bar charge. Um, weather ball ice is available on a ton of Pokemon. The let's see, it's and then I think it's, it's only three right now, isn't it? It's a little nine tails, uh, so, uh, cast form, cast form, and then Obama Snow, Frostlass. Oh, no, Frostlass has Avalanche. Oh, as far as Weather Ball, yeah, okay. The like, I'd love to see Galilee perform well, but it can't, yeah, Galilee has move. it, doesn't have powdered snow, <laughs> Galilee has more defensive stats too. Yeah. But that's true, yeah. Not viable. Yeah. And I think the problem with giving a say you do the buff to fire type moves and fire types in general and then give a buff to ice type moves, what are the ice types going to do? What are the ice yeah. types countering because the fire types are going to be a lot more prevalent. And that's yeah. kind of the problems with doing these move reworks is that currently we saw the Grass get buffed. The bug get buffed, which didn't have a full rework, but it had, I think, two or three adjustments there so that the bug would help beat the grass. Grass has never been incredibly impressive anyway. It's been prevalent, but it hasn't been outstanding. I think water, again, is bar none the best with things like surf, again, waterfall, um, bubble, depending on charge moves or depending on fast moves in some cases water gun's not great it's just like ember where it could be better um and then water's normally getting a ton of waters a ton of waters getting mud shot yeah so but i think that's always been the consistent problem with water types is they have the defensive stats and the unique ability to have almost every move yes I mean, they even have psychic beats on what moves they can learn. Yeah, it's wild. The some of the the water types, water types, I would never want to see a buff on. 
I think other than adjusting, <laughs> other than adjusting a couple of moves that I would love to see a little bit more relevance, maybe like maybe yeah. a, an actual water type fast move. That's reasonable. Not that yeah. bubble isn't, it's all right. Yeah. Um, Although, are like realistically, if you were to look at the overall meta, water types don't necessarily need to be touched. They're yeah. in a pretty, pretty darn good spot. The because grass types got adjusted, bug types got adjusted. Now we have poison types getting adjusted, and it wouldn't surprise me if we see in this sort of the way that they're adjusting types is the previous one is getting beat by the next two or so. Yeah. So in this particular instance, it wouldn't surprise me if fire types got a rework next. Ice types aren't great. Again, love but to see an adjustment to ice types. All the main series as well. True, ice types have been fairly niche. Their like, biggest use case is beating dragons, but we now have fairy. Yeah. So... Um, I mean, I'd also like to see a steel rework. We need some better steel fast moves. Absolutely, we need to see a steel rework. I think either... So either next we see a fire type rework or we see a steel type rework because what we have for steel... Something's got to balance out against the poisons. Yeah, something's got to balance out against the poisons and steel type moves are atrocious. Yeah. They are terrible. So Metal Claw... Let's see. Um, so Metal Claw, Claw currently things that are reasonable. Metal Claw, uh, Gyro Ball. That's it? What am I missing? I think that's about it. Yeah, make one good Steel-type fast move. The problem is they're going to make one good Steel-type fast move, and like three Pokemon are going to know it. Yeah. And one of those is going to be Glalie. Yeah. And Glalie's not good. No. Um, Unfortunately, no. Yeah, I think with Galalee's Mega, does it become Ice Steel? Uh, or does it become no, Ice Ghost Ice as well? Ice Dark, okay. So four times weakness fighting. Mirror Shot is bait. Heavy Slam is okay. Yeah, it's like... Give me a Steel type that buffs defense. Buffs self-defense, maybe. Because yeah, that there, makes steel sense. Steel is one of those types that actually does boast from being able to, to buff its defense. Flash Cannon got nerfed. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can pull up. Let me pull up the current Pokemon Go moves. I want to know what's in all Pokemon moves, Pokemon Go, and Steel. Here's what we got. Via Pokemon.GameInfo.io. Quick moves of Steel Wing, Iron Tail, Metal Claw, and Bullet Punch. I'd love to see Bullet Punch become better. If it became a counter clone, holy cow. <laughs> holy cow. The problem is, like, I don't think anyone knows it, so let me see if I can look up what we have. Base damage 9, DPS 10. Oh, nope, that's not. Uh, PvP damage 6. Damage per second, 6.7. Energy per second, 6.8 or 7.8. That's okay. Pokemon with this move. Machamp, Hitmonchan, Caesar, Hariyama. There's a lot of fighters that have it. But I think that's their coverage move against the fairies if they don't learn Poison Jab. Yeah. I mean, 
if Lucario got it, it would have stab. And if or Lucario has it, it would get stab. And if it were a counter clone, say goodbye to poison types. Say goodbye to what ice types. Um, what else is steel? What else is steel super effective against? Uh, rock ice, and, rock ice uh, fairy. So yeah, steel is never meant to be an offensive type. It's always been a defensive wall. I mean, look at Bastion. Look at what is it? Uh, the big uh, G Fisk. Yeah. Oh, I'd love Metal Claw to be better. I think Empoleon has Metal Claw. Yeah. Tell me Metal Empoleon. Uh, Sand Slash Alolan form. That would be amazing. Uh, regular Sand yeah. Slash. That would be amazing. Uh, Doug Trio Alola form. That would be a, a, quite a meme. Quite a meme. Um, Aeron and Laron have Metal Claw, but Agron doesn't. Um, yeah, but Agron performs pretty well as it is. <laughs> so it did. that should be one that gets a community day next, probably. If we get a community day and Metal Claw gets buffed, sick. And it got yeah. Metal Claw, it would be. I mean, I know enough people will complain. Eh, it's Agron. It doesn't need a community. It already hit SmackDown. Yeah, but give it a usable. Uh, charge move yeah give it it's a usable got pretty good coverage and charge moves give it a usable steel type move though yeah registeel has it which would make it gross although lock on is very is going to be very hard to beat considering it's charge move dialga with a usable metal claw <laughs> <laughs> yeah galarian definitely change up that league galarian stunfisk with a usable metal claw i mean i'm trying to think what are the uh what are the instances of steel type moves that we have yet to see put into the game? Because there's a, not a lot that are non-stat based. I believe you and I have gone over this. Have we? Okay. That would surprise me either, though. <laughs> I want to say it's not a lot. Yeah, that that sounds right. Let me see if I can pull up the Cerebi type listings. This is the attack decks for Sun and Moon, which is still... No, wait, hold on. Let me get my my things here. Did I click the... I think I did click my timer. Let's see. Anchor Shot. Although that sounds like That's it's That's limited to that one anchor one, though, isn't it? Yes, uh, Delmize. Yeah. Uh, Tom, uh, Automize. Automize is a speed boosting an attack, I Let's think. Let's see. Bullet Punch, Corkscrew Crash. That's a Z move. Doom Desire is Jirachi. Jirachi, that is correct. Um, Flash Cannon, Gear Grind, but that seems limited. Uh, gyro Ball, Heavy Slammer in the game. Iron Head? I think we have Iron Head. That sounds yes. like a fast Yes, we move. do. It's a charge move. It's charge. Okay. Um, but that's a great move that it could get for Community Day because I don't think Agron has Iron Head. Yeah. I'll um, pop into PV Poke here real quick. Iron Tail. So currently, Agron for fast moves has SmackDown, Dragon Tail, Iron Tail. Charge moves are Stone Edge, Heavy Slam, Thunder. 
So it does have Heavy Slam. It doesn't necessarily need another Steel-type move. What is it really afraid of? It's really afraid of Psychic or Fire and Ground. Fire, Ground, and Fighting. Give it Surf. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, you know, Gen 1, you know what one of the funniest jokes was? Hmm. Rhydon could learn Surf in Gen 1. It's a rock. It should sink. It should. Should. Asterisk. It should. Let's but, see. Yeah. I, I mean, there's there's multiple options they can give to Agron for Community Day. It just depends on what they decide to do. Magnet Bomb's in the game. Which one is this one? Metal Burst is one that is not in the game. That's nasty. The user Even retaliates the with much greater force against the opponent. The last inflicted damage on it. That sounds like a counter. Yeah, it's essentially a reversal. Steel um, reversal. Non-damage. Mirror Meteor Mash is already in the game. Mirror Shot, I think, is in the game. It can learn the element punches. Cool. Agron with the element punches. That's great. I'm just looking at its total move list here. Smart Strike is not in the game. The user stabs the target with a sharp horn. This attack never misses. Okay, it can learn Super Power. It can I, learn Earth Power. I don't think I. I don't know if Agron's. Honestly, I would love to see Metal Claw on Agron and Metal Claw get a rework. Get a rework, yeah. Would you rather have it be. Oh, where would we put it? Because it's a pretty fast move as it is, isn't it? Or, or, in the best instance, it gets Metal Claw on the Steel rework. Metal Claw gets better, and it gets a Community Day, and it gets maybe Fire Punch or something. Or it gets Surf or something else. And then it won't be the laughing stock of raids anymore. Yeah, it'll. Well, I mean, it'll still be the laughing stock of raids because it's an like under, on it. It's an underpowered T-tar for rock type damage. <laughs> it really is. But for PvP, it might actually be pretty darn good. Yeah, but, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I'd love to see steel. The types that absolutely don't need it. Uh, we've already talked about water. Doesn't need a rework. Ghost, I think, <laughs> has enough play between Shadow Claw. Let's see, Shadow Claw, Hex, the, what is it, uh, Shadow Punch? Yep, Shadow, Shadow Punch Ball. is really good at either just straight out dishing damage or baiting. Um, let's see, Ground. I would love to see a small adjustment to Ground, so maybe a mid-season dig. rework. Just make Dig better. <laughs> just make Dig better. Diglett, Diglett has, or Doug Trio has such a good, it has an amazing stat spread a caps out just at 1500 at level 40 and dig is its primary move and it's not good yeah it's absolutely abysmal that's how we balance it yeah <laughs> just it already has dig just make dig better dig 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 no no <laughs> stop you hit bedrock oh no um <laughs> Fighting types reasonable. Normal will never get a rework. Normal will get adjusted. There's there's no reason for normal to get any better because it's already. I mean, the best normal moves are in the game. It's already <laughs> mediocre, and it there's no reason normal should not get any better. 
Um, I imagine fighting type would get a small tweak. Fighting wouldn't get a full rework. It's pretty darn usable, usable, and with what's relevant now, I can't imagine adjusting a whole lot. Flying types have gotten adjusted. Poison types, we just got the rework. Ground, the dig, just dig. Yeah. Rock types might be interesting. It might be another one where I see one or two adjustments rather than a full five or six. Yeah. Bug, we've got a small update to. We've talked about the core. Electric's one that I might see a small adjustments in the future, but it's so very... I mean, odd. wild charge is the staple electric move. Yeah, and depending on what you're running, things like Thunder Punch, it's got a uh, a handful of usable um, char- uh, fast moves. Yeah, with uh, high speed and, and with the rework to Gold Switch, gain. it really put the electric back in the field. Yeah, psychics are weird. I think confusion shouldn't be touched. I think it's in a really good place, but things yeah. like Zen Headbutt, <laughs> Psycho Cut is in an interesting spot. Although if they buffed Psycho Cut, Mewtwo would get grosser, so maybe yeah. don't do that. Don't give anything else Psy Strike. Just keep it on Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Zen Hud I'd love to see them adjust Zen Headbutt because yeah. they're a Pokemon that have it. Give it, and it's make like it an Incinerate clone is what I think they should do. That would be interesting. That would be interesting as an Incinerate clone. I mean, but that's kind of what confusion is already. I would have to look at the stats. But I they're probably comparable. Yeah. Um, ice types need an adjustment. Dragon types are weird where we've... I, Dragons either hit really quick, light-peppered hits, or they just nuke. <laughs> yeah, I think dragons are in an interesting spot currently, and I don't think they necessarily need adjustments. No. Um, they we'll just have need to... more options as far as other moves, because Dragon Tail is your fast... Dragon Tail is your hard-hitting fast move. While Dragon Breath is your very fast, energy-gaining fast move, which also chips really good. And then as far as your charge attacks, you have Dragon Claw, Outrage, uh, Draco Meteor, and there's one more I'm forgetting about. Twister? Twister, yeah. Twister's bad. I think I think with Dragon's overall damage resistance, buffing Dragon-type moves is kind of a bad play. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it already are starting to becoming a little bit more relevant. So yeah, I people think people are a little bit more hesitant to just straight out run dragons. Yeah, we'll see. I think we're getting into an inter- interesting spot where dragons versatility is reasonable, but the counters are there. I think with yeah. a buff to ice types, then dragons might get the dragon type might play. not get buffed, but you might see dragon type Pokemon getting additional move sets to help cover. Yeah, give Dragonite superpower already. Come on, Niantic. Um, dark types are a weird one. If I ever see... So, Thoughts? Go ahead. No, no, go for it. I think dark types are in a really weird position because they do not have a good fast move for damage, for just straight damage. Right. Dark types alone have to rely on charge moves. The benefit is most dark types are built pretty bulky, though. Because you got your Umbreons, you got your Obstagoon, you got uh, uh, what's the stupid Vulture that I'm seeing everywhere right now? Mandibuzz. Mandibuzz. Uh, not so much with uh, Haunchcrow, 
but for the general most part, dark types are pretty bulky mm-hmm. and they do have good energy gaining moves. All right. So yeah, you got it up here. Bite, faint attack, snarl, sucker punch. Bite is atrocious, but it's it's the dragon breath cl- dragon breath clone for dark types that doesn't have quite the energy that dragon breath does. But when you look at the charge moves here, payback, foul play, and dark pulse, night slash crunch. Crunch is a great dark type charge move because it's either a bait or a good chunk of damage. Night slash is a great buff move. It you 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 play the bet on it because it's not a guaranteed percent that you get the uh, the buff. But at the same time, it also creates pressure. And that's, for dark types, their dark type moves are what they are. They're tricksters. They're pranksters. They're, you have to play guessing games, much like with the ghosts. You you have to be respectful of dark types, but only when it comes to their charge moves. I think, do I still have it up here? I do. Weird. They're using the same icon as Pokemon Go Live. Um, the one that's not here that I would be very interested to see maybe as a quick move with more damage would be Pursuit. Yeah. Because it's a really weird one in the same vein of counter being a great damage type move, but it's a, like, it has additional, what's it called? Um... It ha- it's it's an effect move basically. It's a, yeah. it's a conditional move in the it's main series. It's a conditional games. move, yeah. Charm is being huge damage, but it's a defense debuff in the main series game. Yeah. So like pursuit is if a Pokemon is leaving the field, it's able to do damage. It does more damage if the Pokemon was swapped in. So pursuit would be a really would would keep with that tradition of. These moves really shouldn't be fast moves and really shouldn't be straight like damage moves, but they are. Yeah. So now what Pokemon are you giving it to is important because things like yeah. it has to be. Umbreon doesn't need it. <laughs> Umbreon doesn't need it because if you give it, if you make, let's say hypothetically you make a pursuit, a charm clone. Um, oh, Umbreon's gross. Umbreon's gross. You give it to. Uh, what is it called? Scrafty. You want to give it to things that make sense for it to have it. You Scrafty give it, does, but Scrafty already has like high attack, so that makes it that just An makes it gross. Threat. That makes it a bigger threat. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other dark type that are on the fringes of usage, and I can't. Mighty Anna. Mighty Anna might be interesting, although it's very attack weighted. Yeah. Um, and the fighting types will eat it for breakfast. There's the uh, Ice Darks, the uh, Sneasel, and Weavile. Mm, uh-huh. Let's but they see. have good kits. It's just their defensive IVs suck. Or uh, defensive stats. Shifri would be interesting. Sableye would be absolutely disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely disgusting. It would need to be deleted by fairy types. Yeah. Um... There's a couple of ghost types that, if they got it, would be interesting. Yeah. Like Dusclops. Especially the dark type move. Dusclops or Dusk Noir would be really interesting. Yeah, they need something because they're slow. What does Greninja have in the main series games? I'm going to look up what Greninja has in the main series games. Uh, give me... Uh, 
guys ever tried one of these bars? Why really is... Yeah, Twitch. Why is that open, too? Weird. Um, Greninja. It has water shuriken. Great. <laughs> that's great. It's a That's a move in the game that we haven't seen That'll before. That'll be its community move. It won't get Hydro Cannon. That'll be its second community day move. No, don't shush me. <laughs> it's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to have two different... Where is Cerebi? There we are, Greninja. Um, it's going to have two different community days. It's just like Charizard with Dragon Breath where there's no reason... Dang, that's a dope shiny. Or is that Ash Greninja? I can't see it. No, that's Ash Greninja. That is a dope shiny. The black, yeah. It goes to like Dark Rye. Dark Rye yep. colors. That's sick. Um bubble, quick attack, lick. Oh my god, lick. Ugh. <laughs> Oof. On a dark type though, eh. Does it already have lick? In the mains? No, not in Pogo. <sighs> um faint attack. It doesn't have pursuit via level up. Um, Substitute would be so gross in uh, Pokemon Go. Uh, it's a charge move, but it adds a shield back to your account. Well, no, it drains you of some HP, but it t- whatever charge it blocks the next charge move. Huh. That could be a thing. That'd be gross. It does not know pursuit. It can learn Icy Wind via the Move Tutor. Gross. <laughs> I mean, realistically, with as glassy as it is, that might be... Power Up Punch. <laughs> Continental Crush. Oh, no, these are Z-moves. Z yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah. I could learn SmackDown. <laughs> the nice thing about Greninja from the main series games is its unique ability, Protean. Uh-huh. Where whenever it used the move to move, it became that type. Oh, interesting. Uh, before the Pokemon uses a move, it becomes a pure Pokemon of that type. So it always gets stab. Yep. Wild. What's the text stat? Give me them stats. Give me them staties. There's a pun somewhere. Where are your stats? Bottom? Very bottom? I don't know. Let's see. Max stats. Base stats, 530. 72 HP. A 95 attack. 103 special attack. 122 speed. There you go. God, this is going to suck. It already already does. (laughs) uh, The lowest stat of a 67 in defense, a 71 in special defense, and a 72 in HP. It's not meant to get hit. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, but boy, is it gonna it's get a hit. ninja? Yeah, huh, Pokemon Go, you can't dodge this. Uses Swift. The evolution of Purloin. Uh, Lipard. Lipard. I have said before, Lipard's move set is. It's pretty good. It's bonkers. I was gonna say the f word and say it's effing hilarious. Um. Let me go to uh let me see where where is you? Where is you? It's so so ridiculous. 
it's one of those ones that like it realistically should be a normal type because of the move diversity it has just isn't seen in Pokemon like this. So Lipard, Snarm or Charl? Wow. Snarm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to do that. Snarm or Charl? <laughs> Snarm or Charl? Snarl or Charm? I heard, I heard, uh, no, I can't even say it wrong. I'm, Snarm? I'm, I've heard Snarm is pretty effective against Snarm and Charl. Uh, that's going on a t-shirt. Snarm and Charl. Um, Charl, you Snarm. <laughs> oh, man. If I, if I wasn't going to get, like, punched out and disowned, um, I might name a kid that. Snarm. <laughs> hey Snarm, how's it going? It's it's charge moves of Dark Pulse, Play Rough, Gunk Shot, and Payback. If Payback That's were any better, got payback. Yeah. Play Rough is solid. Gunk Shot's not good, but it could be better. What Dark Pulse about? and Play Rough. Best animated moves we have. Literally throwing Literally a trash throws can. A trash can. That's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as as far as it's it's a dark type. But it has the best fairy type moves in the game, and the Roughly, only yeah. fast fairy type move. Um, That's gross. It's shiny isn't out. It could get a community day that no one would expect. I feel like it'll be an event, but not a community day. Yeah, if we ever get a Friday the Thirteenth event about like luck or unluck. Let's check the calendar. When is the next Friday the 13th? That's a good question. August. August? Yep. Does October have one? No. Dang. We had like three or four months within like a six-month period that had Friday the 13th. You don't see another Friday the 13th until May of next year. All right. August it is. Niantic, if you're listening to this, give us a Friday the 13th, like, lucky, unlucky thing, and give us... Absol spawning in the wild. Absol spawning in the wild. Give us the shiny Lipard as, like, the black cat. Um, Actually, now I'm curious to see what Lipard's shiny is. And you could do Bronzor as the mirror. Um... God, what else could you do for like a lucky, lucky or unlucky? Ooh, it's red. Ooh, ooh, that's hot. I'm down for that. What's the uh, small kitty? Yep, it turns into a black cat. Shiny purloin goes to a black cat. That's that's great. So shiny purloin. I'd love to see the mirror. There's no ladders. There's not a ladder Pokemon. What are other the superstitions? Salt? Like bronze knocking over the, the salt. Yeah, bronze or the mirror. Um Maybe that's the community question. What's the bad luck Pokemon? They don't have we don't have coins. Um well bad luck and good luck. The superstitious event. There you go. We're doing Niantic's work for them. 
I should stop. I'm not getting paid enough for this. <laughs> but, 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 am I missing anything? Have we nailed it? Uh, community question, and I think then just kind of wrap up. Okay. Do you have an idea for the community question? Because I just say that kind of. No. Kind of space on the community <laughs> question. We'll figure something out. Um, I've had um family affairs to deal with today. Nothing terrible. Nothing terrible. But family affairs to deal with today, so my mind's been a little bit preoccupied. Preoccupado. Community question. Oh, let me I hit. Think hold I on. got one. Hold on. Let me hit the uh, split. You better split like a banana before you crack like an omelet, gamer. Um, I didn't make that up. It's great, though. It's a great line. Latest Battle Science podcast is out, and our new community question is, from previous episode, are you choosing the rock or pop for your GoFest musical theme? Bonus, submit a song in either the pop or rock category for a Battle Science curated playlist in preparation for preparation? Salteration? S&P is right for me. The in preparation for GoFest. Full of references today. Goodness gracious, I need to stop. Uh, Dolphin at DolphDog93 on Twitter. Shout out to you, Dolphin. He's in the Twitch chat right now. Pikachu Pop and the song would be Hot and Cold by Katy Perry. That is, that's an addition. That's a bop right there. Trying to think of the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, that's a bop. An absolute banger. It's a unit. I'm going to stop before I embarrass myself any further. Uh, I'm in the wrong... I'm in the wrong zone. Let's see. Jesse went with rock. We talked about this last episode. And Pikachu's jukebox, Double Trouble, which is ridiculous. Um, Or literally anything from... Uh, Family Jewels or what is his name? That's his YouTube channel, right? That sounds right. He does uh, rock covers of stuff and guitar covers. Um, Bugcatcher Bryce on the Discord is saying rock and posts Dragon Ball Z's Rock the Dragon Extended. (coughs) Excuse me. Goodness gracious. I apologize. Uh, Eric BN 262 my answer to the question depends on the theme choice if the theme choice affects the Meloetta form for me we'll get I'm leaning towards pop for that reason um, I have not delved into the different variants and Meloetta is from I believe X and Y so it was a game I did not play uh, Jmar is saying rock for sure, especially if Pikachu has Meteor Mash, and I don't know if my rock music is family appropriate. Actually, I'll add one song that is good for you. Can't be inappropriate if it doesn't have lyrics, and it is <laughs> Metallica's Orion. Oh, it's a great song. That, to, it's all instrumental. I'll have to listen to that one. It's great. Uh, Bugcatcher Bryce says, well, since my original submission probably can't be found on Spotify, Boston's more than a feeling. I'll have to go back through and listen to these. Uh, Eric BN actually put together a playlist of some of his songs. Or I, he started the playlist and added a handful of songs already. So on 
the pop playlist. It starts with uh, Band on the Run by Wings. Uh, I Want to Hold Your Hand by The Beatles. Good Vibrations by The Beach Boys. Go On Your Way by Fleetwood Mac. Once in a Lifetime by Talking Heads. Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie, which is fantastic. Take On Me by AHA. One More Time by Daft Punk. Hey Ya by Outkast. Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jemsen. Uh, I'm going to maybe request that <laughs> one gets removed. And, ah, uh, oh, so good. Uptown Funk feat Bruno Mars, Mark Ronson, and Bruno Mars. On the rock playlist, we have Chuck Berry's Johnny Be Good, Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song, Remaster, Van Halen's 2015 remaster of Panama, Ooh, uh, Pink, Floyd's, good. Pink Floyd's Comfortably Numb, Thunderstruck by ACDC. <laughs> uh, Voodoo Child Slight Return by Jimi Hendrix. The 2019 remaster of Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones. Uh, CCR, Clear, Clear Credence Clearwater Revival's Fortunate Son. Oh, Leonard awesome. Skinner's Freebird. Uh, Welcome of to course. the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. And The Who's My Generation stereo version. Oh, man, I might have to just download that playlist. That's way too good. It's already there. I mean, you can, and I think we'll add stuff to this. Um, I don't know if I can add to somebody else's playlist or how this works, but we'll I'll figure it out. I'm not a generally a Spotify user. I'm a YouTube music user. But um, if we're putting this out for everyone to listen to, then we'll we'll do some adjustments here. Um, my recommendation, and it is a... I believe they're they're kind of exploding now because they had a one minute song called uh, Barricades that uh, exploded on, I believe, TikTok, um, TikTok or Instagram within the last year or so. It is uh, action adventure or action slash adventure. Um, one of their first EPs it has songs that are themed after video games. And so. At first, I didn't realize that, oh, God, what was the, let me pull up the album here. Action, adventure. Let me spell it right. Action, adventure. See if I can pull it up on Bandcamp will work. You better not autoplay. I swear to God, if you autoplay, I don't want to get copyrighted. It's good stuff. I'm suggesting I've got a, uh, a monster in my pocket. And yes, I've got a monster in my pocket is a Pokemon reference. Go look at the lyrics. It's awesome. It's a huge, 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 huge homage to... Uh, Gen 1. Um, uh, let's see. Four stocks, no items. Feet, uh, Vince Gannon is most certainly a Smash Bros. reference. Um, they, I get that one. The lyrics in there are uh, reference Fighting Master Hand. Um, somehow I didn't realize that was a Smash Bros. reference until I'd listened to it about 25 times. Uh, it took me about 75 to 100 plays of I've Got a Monster in My Pocket before I realized it was legitimately 
every single lyric in the song was referencing Pokemon somehow. Now, the problem is I am somehow missing um, which games, if two out of the five songs on this album are references to, to video games, especially classic video games, Family Matters, I have no idea what it's referencing. Unless it's literally referencing the TV show Family Matters, in which case it's that's beyond me. Um, Nightmare on Southfield could be something like a Silent Hill reference thing. Couldn't tell you I never played the games. And the Great Dinosaur Atlas is beyond me as well. So if that somebody like else... Turok. That might be Turok. Let me see. Please don't autoplay. Please don't... Oh, lyrics... Um, you watch me drown myself in oceans of red through the faded cut lens of colored glasses. I ignored the warning signs and the red flags. Uh, um, this is a motion against hypothetic an active demonstration of the aesthetics of keeping your word. I'll stick to my guns. My heart is, uh, my heart's a loaded clip and I refuse to play the victim. Huh. I, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. Somebody help me out, please. Please, 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 please help me out. Um, action adventures, adventure is fantastic. I would add that as um, it is pop. It is pop punk, but it most certainly goes in rock, I believe. So, okay. Um, of course, I have so many other suggestions here. Uh, Winston the Champ says rock all day and suggests uh lordy l-o-r-d-i hard rock hallelujah and that is finland's 2006 eurovision song contest submission um eurovision is hilariously awesome if you haven't experienced any of eurovision uh go do so because it's amazing um and that's it of course, I've got a handful of other suggestions of primarily rock songs. I'm more of a rock person myself. Um, if you haven't listened to anything of Circus Survives, Bring Me the Horizon, um, Architects, um, all solid submissions. If you want to hear something very weird that's an interesting mix of vibes of like mid lifespan of Linkin Park mixed with like vocal and vocal lyrical and a bit of influence from what I can only describe as Breaking Benjamin go check out Star Set it's weird it's also like super sci-fi influenced so <sighs> Jesse do you have what do you have for a community question do you have an idea for a community question so when will we be doing the next episode for Battle Science Podcast? It'll be the 30th, correct? 29th. Or, yeah, you're right, the 29th. Your birthday, right? Yeah, it's my birthday. So what do you want to do? You got an idea? I, I thought we had something in between. I was going to say, what are your plans for uh, GoFest this year? Is a general question, but I think we should wait till we get closer to that date to ask that question. So yeah. Now the question that I had in mind doesn't make sense. Um, oh, there's episode. a great question. <laughs> uh, Dolphin, next episode. 
How, how have you thought? Actually, this is an interesting question that's not at all a community question. What are your guys' thoughts on uh, Jesse's audio quality? Because I've actually listened to a couple of episodes recently, and I gotta say it's kind of impressive. For it's it's it could certainly be better, but for remote, it's solid. So yeah, I don't we've know. Been I'm doing I'm, remote for a year and some change now. Mm, yes. Um. Yeah. Next episode should be uh, the the first podcast the reuniting. Yeah. <laughs> um. I've got a couch to clear off, but uh, and I'll have to adjust how I'm sitting because I'm in front of my desk now, and I'll have to sort of change where I'm sitting so that I'm more facing Jesse, or else he's podcasting towards me and I'm podcasting away from him, and that's just <laughs> awkward. Hello, I'm talking to the wall. Yes, I'm talking to the wall, and Jesse is talking to my back. Um, we got... I don't... Jesse, give me a yay or nay on this, because this one's a weird... We're in a weird scenario here. Okay. The Pokemon Go official Twitter stated that the... What were they called? The Tours? Yes. Pokemon the, Go uh, Safari Zones, was it? Yeah. The Safari Zones are going to be coming back. They didn't say when. They didn't say... They basically said, hey, we're going to do the Safari Zones of the the events that we didn't get to in 2019, we're going to go back and do. Or yeah. no, 2020. The events in, from 2020 that we didn't get to do, we're going to do. Um... And basically said, stay tuned. My question, and I I mean, it's front-loaded because, of course, I'm going to say, no, I don't think we're ready for it yet. I don't think we're ready for global travel on a grander scale, especially bringing together the Pokemon Go community for it. Um, Again, the U.S. is in a reasonable spot. We're not where we would like to be. Um, and the rest of the globe is, unfortunately, not in a good spot still. Um, oh, no, two weeks. The situation has really not changed. Um, I'm curious to see when it happens. I know, Jesse, you asked me if I would want to go to St. Louis. The question is, when is it? Yep. And what are the tickets availability going to be? Because if it sells out immediately, I'm not going to... like. I imagine it's going to sell out immediately, but I'm not like in a huge rush to <sighs> big global gathering with people. I would love to see next next year's go fast. I don't know if I really feel comfortable with the safari zones within the next couple of months. Okay. So, I don't know. Safari zones question mark, yay or nay? That's not a great community question though. Chat, you guys got anything? Sir Maximus, you still around? Got any memes? Best Pokemon meme? Oh, that's a great community question. Share with us your best Pokemon meme. Let's just do that. Well, do we want to rank the Pokemon memes? Like, whichever Pokemon meme. So, as an example, um, Mudkips. Do you like Mudkips? They are surprise Pikachu. Um, No, I think we should have people submit. Submit? Okay. So, like, individual memes. And then we'll review them. We will review. Okay, me of uh, the first ever battle science meme review 
next he episode. Comes to the Meporium. Meporium? Oh, <laughs> Memeporium. I like that. Let's, the let's memes do a you, meme it's review. The, um, For your birthday. It's the memes. Uh, I can't pronounce it. Museum. Meme. Can't museum. Museum. The the museum. Okay. Seductive chuckle. <laughs> uh, I can't say that on air. I can't say that on air, Sir Maximus. No, but I appreciate that you censored it. <laughs> we should uh, make sure we ask for PG memes. Uh, yes. Please keep it reasonable PG. If you have swear words, then blank them out. Cause yeah, just white them out. Photoshop and video uh, photo editing is very uh let, let, very let's available. go with that give the battle science podcast the memeiest meme of the meme Salium. i love that the meme Salium of the arbiter what would you have your arbiter do <laughs> no uh dj yeah before we end up dj uh dj kiza says i think safari zones are much better idea than go fest because they can pick areas that are fairly covid free well you can pick areas that are fairly covid free but the problem is you can't you can't necessarily ban someone that hasn't gotten the vaccine and doesn't want to wear masks and doesn't want to social distance there's there's no way to make it safe yeah i went just i went to a local waterfall over the holiday weekend, there's no way to keep people separated. Yeah. So, I mean, you, I mean, you can like maybe limit it to particular regions and local players somehow, but you can, you can it's, pick a, I don't know. Let's fix the lag in the new update. You, did they ever try? <laughs> I, I was hearing okay somebody um maybe that's a post show thing um Jesse I know you got a scoot but I don't mind hanging yep. out here for a, a little bit longer and and maybe raiding somebody um all right actually since Jesse you got to go I will talk to you guys about um GBL lag in the post show and actually I'm gonna stop this recording and start recording that and maybe that uh, maybe that goes up as a Patreon bonus um, do you want to do the outro though. Yes, we're doing the outro. Pfft, like I'd miss, Yay. like I'd miss the outro. Thank you for listening to the Battle Science Podcast. I have been Stephen. That has been Jesse. You can catch up with all of the Battle Sciency, ba- Battlely Sciency, Battle Science content uh, via Twitch.tv/slash/BattleScience. I'm doing spinny spinny points. YouTube.com says we're at 31 <laughs> subscribers. Need we need 100? So seven. 60 69 more subscribers oh um, no uh 69 more subscribers and we can get youtube.com slash battle science as long as somebody else hasn't already taken it fingers crossed um subscribe subscribe over, over to youtube podcasts go up there on youtube at roughly the same time that it goes up on podcast services around the globe you can catch up the battle science podcast on podcast services around the globe of course patreon.com slash battle science you can catch the battle science podcast a day early a day or two days early versus the regular release as well as the battle science after dark podcast and other stuff as we go along we'll put other stuff there um follow us for the memes and the absolute adorableness that we are on twitter at battle underscore science 
Email us. Please email us. Absolutely email us. Please email us. I'm desperate for the attention. Uh, battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. Um, Sir Maximus, when the next big enough that when the next big enough tournament on the west coast happens where we're at the same tournament um not that i ever did a whole lot of hugging before but i have severely missed i don't know maybe just a, a firm handshake depends on how you're feeling depends on how you're feeling firm handshakes hugs uh was it chest bumps that's a that's a mid-2000s thing for you um chest bumps whatever people the next biggest tournament next biggest biggest tournament on the west coast we we will we'll find a way all of the peoples will find a way buy a drinks first and then we hug yes well uh, you'll buy me drinks we'll hug and then after that i take a smoke break that's how that works right something like that um email us at Email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. Maybe at some point I'll get a less lengthy email. Maybe info at battlescience.com at some point, maybe. I don't know. Um, Let the Pokemon Go flow through you. Do it, Anakin. Um, I think that's it. What am I missing? Am I missing anything, Jesse? Nope. I think we're good. Cool. Um community question will go up on the twitter around friday go answer that community question give us your sickest pokemon go pokemon memes doesn't even have to be pokemon go pokemon memes um the discord join the discord it's free it's free go join the discord there's nothing wrong huh i said i'll give sir maximus a hug okay there's there's just go join the discord there's nothing stopping you other than sometimes it's quiet I post bad memes. You have to put up with my pseudo charmers or pseudo fairies, you know, whatever. Join the Discord. It's fun. Ask us questions. Uh, that's it. Thank you for the podcast. It's two hours still. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Sir Maximus. We don't have the link. It should be down below in the. Um, if you're looking it. for the Discord, there should be a link in the uh, podcast notes, in the Twitch page, and the where else am I thinking? Uh, should be on Twitter as well. Oh, and Jesse's got it in the Twitch chat too. So, <coughs> thank you everybody, everybody for joining us. The next episode will be the first episode in over a year and change, where we'll be in the same room. HR will be very happy. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my dog will be so happy. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will catch you guys in two weeks. If you guys want to tune in for the Battle Science After Dark podcast, it's going to be up next week on patreon.com slash battle science. Thank you again to our Patreon producers. That's it. I'm going to shut up now. I'm going to stop the podcast right now. <laughs> that's it. That's the show. That's the, that's the thing.